You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today on Ari Snapshots, we're catching up with Ari's Dr. Roberto Busi to find out more about his latest paper on the loss of trifluralin metabolic resistance in ryegrass plants exposed to prosulfocarb recurrent selection. He joins us now to let us know a bit more detail and explain it in a little bit of an easier way. How are you going, Roberto? I'm really good, Jess. Um, yeah, here in uh, Ari, uh, yeah, working hard before spring is hitting us. Yeah, great. Now, today we're chatting about your latest paper, which is entitled Loss of Trifluralin Metabolic Resistance in Lulium Rigidum Plants Exposed to Prosulfocarb Recurrent Selection. Now, it's a bit of a mouthful, as all of these papers are. Can you just tell us a little bit about what this research entailed and, and what prompted it? Yes, well, it is one of those studies where, you know, the results were unexpected or definitely that wasn't the focus of the study that I was conducting. And so my aim was to select uh, for resistance to uh, Sakura and Boxer Gold in, in Rygras. And yeah, I noticed that uh, when I sprayed Rygras with prosulfocar, which is the main active of uh, Boxer Gold, the subsequent uh, progeny of those plants lost uh, trifluralin resistance mm, and okay. so yeah that, that was a surprise and so that the study is basically uh, us rewinding and trying to understand how that happened yeah okay so yeah you did have some significant results in this study can we'll, so we'll go through them now uh, what did you find was the response to trifluralin in parental and selected ryegrass populations so yeah Basically, all the populations that were used in this study and uh, that we present the results on this paper uh, were coming from the field and they were resistant to trifluralin. So that is uh, what the material that we started from. Yeah, okay. All right. So can you go through what the response was to the trifluralin, the parental and selected well, population? Basically, I subjected those populations, I put them under prosulfocarb selection as I did in my original pilot study. Basically, the, the experiment went on for two years. So basically, I did recurrent selection with prosulfocarb. At the end of the two-year study, all the material generated from the field and under control conditions here at UWA was then screened with either trifluralin and prosulfocarb. And so we did monitor what happened to the initial field resistance to trifluralin. We found that basically when we use prosulfocarb, the progeny uh, of those ryegrass populations is less and less resistant to trifluralin. So, yeah, it's a very sort of significant result, which, you know, may provide some very useful insight in how to mix and rotate those two herbicides. We wanted to understand what was the link between the resistance to one or the other or usage of one herbicide or versus the other. Yeah. And so we had already seen a very clear uh, phenotype, you know, a very clear response on whole plants. And so in this study, we went next level. So we went into the lab and measure uh, the metabolism 
to trifluralin. We knew that these populations were resistant to trifluralin, that capacity was lost under prosulfocarb use, and we went to the lab and we actually quantified and measured the ability of those ryegrass seeds and seedlings to detoxify uh, trifluralin. And we found that what we saw in pots on the whole plant level was also confirmed in, in the lab because those plants, after two years of recurrent use of prosulfocar, were less able to metabolize trifluralin. And so they have, have basically reversed to susceptibility. Okay. And how does that compare to the effect of the insecticide forate? And can you just give a bit of context around that as well? Well, the context was that when I first noticed and understood that a few years ago, because I was conducting my experiments in trying to reverse resistance by the use of an insecticide, which is 4-8, we know that insecticides such as 4-8 or malathion or, or several others, chlorpyrifos, organophosphate insecticide, have the ability to interact with metabolic resistance and many times what they do basically they uh, lower significantly the ability of grasses to metabolize those herbicides so basically if you use a herbicide you have resistance plants survive if you use the herbicide in a mix with insecticide those plants die because the ability to metabolize the herbicide is blocked okay. so uh, 4-8 was already giving us some good insight because if you use 4-8 together with trifluralin, you can kill those plants, those ryegrass plants that are resistant to trifluralin. But if you use 4-8 with prosulfocarb, uh, basically uh, you get the opposite because 4-8 interacts with some traits in the plant that prevent the activation of prosulfocarb. So maybe everybody, all the audience has, has already lost uh, the attention, but basically the 4-8 refers to preliminary data that we had that was showing the absolute uh, antagonistic or different behavior of ryegrass in response to prosulfocarb and trifluralin. Okay. All right. And in the discussion in the paper, you talk a bit about the usage patterns of trifluralin in Australia and worldwide, and what once was very low resistance is now rising to concerning levels in some areas. What are we seeing in the field now when it comes to trifluralin resistance? Yeah, well, uh, uh, as we know, there are s several areas uh, in which Trifluralin resistance has, uh, has increased. Uh, you know, South Australia is usually the place where we know historically there has been a higher incidence uh, and frequency of uh, trifluralin resistance populations in the field. So it will be interesting to see after this paper whether this this study in provides some insight into a better or longer term type of herbicide rotation that can yeah potentially decrease this uh, yeah the problem of trifluralin resistance yeah for sure and gone into quite a bit of a detail here but just to summarize can you just tell us what that potential link between trifluralin and prosulfocarb responses you found in this study is could you just give us a summary of that yeah, well, essentially, we found an Achilles heel when it comes to the ability of ryegrass to evolve resistance. And yeah, it's, it's an important and significant result because it deals with 
metabolic resistance. We heard many times that, uh, you know, metabolic resistance is always perceived as a threat because it can uh, confer the ability of plants to detoxify or metabolize this across herbicides group. So it is always a threat because we do not understand well enough the the phenomenon. We do not understand well enough metabolic resistance. Well, this study actually provides a good understanding of metabolic resistance linking group J and group D herbicides, namely prosulfocat, gold, and trifluralin. And so the threat of metabolic resistance still remains a bit of a hurdle, but uh, I guess it is better to have a hurdle that we can manage and jump over instead of having, you know, doubt or a lack of knowledge. So I guess it's, it's a good study that, again, gives us better understanding and therefore more confidence when it comes to controlling progress in the field and also trying to mitigate and minimize the yeah the, the challenge of herbicide resistance. Yeah, definitely. And just finally on that subject, Roberto, how can growers and agronomists potentially utilize this information in this paper in farming systems? Well again, you know, the the ultimate sort of test will be whether after uh, understanding a better the pro- problem or or this issue, we can actually verify in the field across a number of years of you know strategically designed herbicide rotation program. We can actually see that trifluralin resistance is decreasing. That would be fantastic. That would be the ultimate test. At yeah. the moment, remains a very good study done in post that confirmed in the lab, but it remains. You know, let's say a bit of a speculation. We hope that the speculation is absolutely accurate and we are spot on on having understood a bit better a process. But, uh, you know, the idea would be to be able to maybe rotate those herbicides in a way that uh, we exploit this uh, inability of ryegrass to have resistance to both compounds. Well, I mean, if any agronomist feels that they want to get in touch and, and, you know, we can have at least at the very least start a sort of discussion conversation, you know, personally by email or over Twitter and see see how things go. You know, it's a, we don't want to promise anything, but yeah, we are absolutely confident that the, the phenomenon has been observed across uh, more than one population has been repeated. So, you know, scientifically, uh, you know, absolutely thumb up to this study. Now the challenge and the, 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 the actual test will be what happens in the field. All right. Well, I'm sure lots of people will be getting in touch with you because it is a really interesting result. And yeah, like you said, could have a, a real practical outcome for uh, farming systems. So thanks so much for explaining the paper and we really appreciate you taking the time. No worries. Thank you, Jess, and thank you for uh, yeah your time and effort. Thanks a lot.